Welcome to Pani Cafe, where we eat the bread of life and we sip on our coffee. It's the PNC podcast where we don't keep things PC. Hi, you guys. Um, That intro is not the same. I am not in my element. I am not in front of my recording equipment. I am outdoors. You're going to hear cars fighting people. I'm in Brooklyn. So you're going to hear all of that. Take it as ASMR. Um... I just wanted to record. I am outside. I'm actually in the hospital right now with my husband. Um, He got sick, but praying to God, he is okay. Um, And as I was sitting in the waiting room, because they don't let anyone inside, um, I realized that God was giving me a moment of Selah. And it wouldn't have happened any other way but then for my husband to end up in the hospital. As messed up as that sounds, I always see the message that God is trying to tell me. And so as as I was sitting in the waiting room with nothing to do, I had my I do have my laptop because as you guys know I am a full-time student. Um I sat there and I I don't have my kids, of course, and I thought to myself, it took this in order for me to sit down and not do anything. For the past few months, I've been on this, uh, I guess I'm going to call it an activity binge, where every waking moment, I have to do something. There is something for me to do. As you guys know, I am a full-time student. I am taking five classes. And I have just uh, changed my majors. I have changed it from biblical studies to now a bachelor's of psychology because I am aware that the church is lacking in a lot of areas, especially the mental health awareness area. And I feel like we tend to over-spiritualize everything when there are things that can be cast out or healed in therapy or counseling, right? There is nothing wrong with any of those things, and I still feel like there's a stigma there when it comes to uh, just talking things out with a professional. Um, Sometimes uh, the body of God or the people around you aren't equipped to really give you the services that you may need in order to be fully delivered. And so in order for the church to really be a hospital for the sick, we need to be equipped. And so that's where my mind is at at the moment. Um, I have also, um, in light of taking a moment of Sela, I have decided that social media isn't for me at the moment and so I've been in in a hiatus um I had to disconnect you guys I didn't like what I was seeing on social media I didn't feel like any post that I would put up would help the situation of Christians going online and just not acting Christ-like you know And so I had to remove myself from that because I felt myself getting angry 
and I don't want to be angry. And so because I am aware of my mental health and my spiritual self, I disconnected and it's been beautiful. I don't know what's going on in anybody else's lives. I don't know what's going on in the news, in the world. I have no idea and it's refreshing. I love it. And so that's where I'm at. I have been extremely busy um, with being a mother, being a uh, someone who homeschools their 12-year-old and who's also in school full-time. I have not had a time to breathe, and I actually discovered I have high-functioning anxiety. And that's where you constantly have to be doing something. Um, your mind can't rest. There's always a task to be done right after the other, right after the other. And I've learned that I have to kind of rebuke myself and just say, stay still for 30 minutes and just breathe because this cannot be good for you. And so I have also entered therapy um, and, and that's helping right? Um, in conversation with my teacher from my church, um, she brought up a very good point. And for years, I have been saying that I've been healed from certain things that have happened to me throughout my life, certain things that happened to me when I was a child, and even things that have happened to me uh, recently in my adult life, in my adult years. Um, sometimes we think we're healed because we can talk about it. When my teacher said that out loud, I was like, wow, like, that is so true. And it is so key because, yes, we can talk about it and others may be able to now open up to us because we're talking about our trauma. But are we really healed? And I discovered that I'm not all the way healed. And so... I am in therapy to sort through the mess. And just like Jackie Hill Perry says, it's all about therapy and Jesus. I am for both. I believe in therapy. I believe in Jesus. And I believe that they work hand in hand. Um, And so that's where I am. And I am learning a lot about myself. And when you learn, I mean, I guess when... And I can only speak to four mothers and for wives, right? Um, you enter this time where you're in service to others all the time, all day long, um, that you forget about yourself. And one of the things that my therapists have said is that I need to find time for me And although that is hard, I am finding that to be essential, an essential part of my life. Because you tend to lose yourself when you don't pay attention to you. And then if you're not okay, nobody around you is okay. Because it tends to come out um, in other ways, right? When you keep things inside, eventually they spill out. And so that's where I've been. That's an update on my life. Those are all the things that I'm doing, but I just wanted to speak about the importance of SELA, S-E-L-A-H.
Now, you'll find this read in the Bible many times when you're reading um, the book of Psalms. And it is also found in the book of Habakkuk. Now, scholars believe that Sela was like a musical notation in these books, possibly meaning silence or pause. Um, it was a pause in the song or the pause in the poem. And it, it was kind of like a break. Now, I want to speak about that um, when it comes to me and you. Uh, and I, I'd also like to just speak about a time where I did practice Selah and it moved the throne of God. So there was this one time, um, it was during the pandemic, I was pregnant and I, I hadn't, um, not that I hadn't found a time to pray, I was so overwhelmed by everything that was happening that it kind of wasn't in my mind to kind of submit myself in prayer. Um, and I had been neglecting that part of my spiritual life. And I remember just being at work one day, sitting down in a room full of people. Um, and I told myself, I'm just gonna pause here. I mean, I've just been doing too much and I'm going to sit here in my chair. I'm just going to meditate on God. And I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to speak to anyone. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm just going to sit here and pause. And so I closed my eyes and I sat in my chair and I paused. And all I could say or all that my spirit could utter was, I need you, God. I need you, God. That's all I could repeat. I mean, it was, that's all my spirit could say is I need you. Because it, it was true. I needed God. And so I did that for about 10 minutes. And at the end of it, I thought to myself, I mean, is God even satisfied with that? Like, I didn't put any effort into that. I mean... That couldn't have been enough for God to be satisfied. I mean, I haven't prayed. I haven't done anything. I haven't read the Bible. And I'm just, I mean, I don't think those words are enough for him. And I just felt like I didn't do enough. Because my mind is so used to uh, getting activities done and doing the most to get them done, or feeling like I have to be perfect at those things and feeling like I have to excel in those things. Um, that's where that voice was coming up. Like, that wasn't enough. Like, those weren't enough words. That wasn't intricate enough. Like, not for God. Like, God is perfect and here you are and you can only utter a few words. Um, he's not satisfied with that. And so I remember... Finally picking up my phone, um, after the, the pause and the Sela moment, I went on to read the Bible and I didn't pick up my phone. After I had read my Bible, I finally picked up the phone and I saw that I had a few messages um, that I had missed. And those messages were sent to me while I was in my moment of Sela, where I could only utter those few words.
and it was a friend all the way from Florida. And she had texted me and she asked me, were you just praying? By the time I wrote to her back, I said, I wasn't just praying, but I was praying earlier around this time. And she said, I don't know what your prayer was. But as I was driving, I started to feel the spirit of God. And I, she said she almost had to pull over because the glory and the weight of the glory of God was so heavy upon her. And God was letting her know and having her tell me that he is pleased with me. And so she wrote those words to me. And I couldn't help but cry. I was in a room full of people, but in that moment, it was just me and God. And I could just only utter, thank you. Thank you. Because he was letting me know that my moment of Selah, that moment where I paused everything in the world, where I didn't look at my phone, where I wasn't worried about the people in the room. I wasn't worried about anything but God. He was pleased with that. Even if my spirit could only say but a few words, I was giving him the time. And he was pleased with that. You see, we think that we need to be doing things And we need to constantly be moving and we need to constantly be in action. And we think that pausing isn't enough. We think that our prayers have to be full of these intricate words and these these terms that we've adapted along the way in our Christian walk. And we think that we need um, to use uh, all of the names for God in our prayers, a father of Abraham and and all of these terms for God and Yahweh and and Jireh and, and Adonai. And we forget that it is a humble and meek spirit that pleases God. That it is the small things. That it is, the, it, it, it is our human nature that tells us that we need to do more. It is the human influences around us that say you're not doing enough. It is the, the pressure from those around us saying you need to be doing more works. That leave us at the end of the day feeling like we're not good enough, like our efforts aren't good enough, like our efforts are going unnoticed. And so we're scared to pause. We're scared to have a break in the song. We're scared to have a break in the poem. We're scared to just stop. We get up in the morning. There's no time to pray. We say, thank you, God, for waking us up. We go to work. We're at work. And maybe we say a a quick prayer, read a quick Bible um, chapter during lunch. Maybe. And that's maybe. 
And then we go on and we go about our day and we we do our eight to 12 hour shifts and then we get home and the kids are there and we need to be constantly moving. We need to feed the kids. We need to do homework. We need we need to do all of these things. We need to clean and then it's bedtime and then we need to do that. And then at the end of the day, we give God our tired prayer. We're constantly moving. There is no break. We feel like we need to get all of these things done before we can give God his time. And at the end of it, we give him the least. But God wants us to take a moment of Selah. Even in our ministry lives, even in our ministerial lives, right? Like we're always on the move. We're always doing the good works that we forget to actually take the time out to spend time with God. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to disconnect. We're on social media all day long. Um, and we're consuming everything that everyone else is, everyone else is saying. Their opinions become our opinions or we, we get on there and someone has an opinion and we have to oppose and we have to let our opinions be known. And, and, and then there's anger that comes along with that. And then there's judgment that comes along with that because how dare another Christian um, have different thoughts than me and how can they have opposing thoughts than I do if we're all Christian and you're not a real Christian if you feel that way and you're not a real Christian if you have those views. And how can so-and-so and the family post that? And how can, how can this worldly person be that vile? And, and weren't they just Christians uh, before? They should know better than to post that. And, and we have all of these opinions all day long because we're stuck on social media. We know everything that's going on around the world. We know what's going on in every celebrity person's lives. We know who came out with the latest song or what the latest sneakers are or who has the latest drama and who's getting divorced. And we know all of these things. And yet we don't take time out to sell her. You don't constantly have to be moving. You have to give yourself time to stop and meditate on God. As Christians, we believe that meditation is wrong and we would, we would never, right? Um, I'm taking this spiritual formation class in my in school um, and it's it's been beautiful because the Bible says to me- meditate on the Lord and to meditate on his word and a lot of the times we just scratch that off as no I don't meditate Christians don't meditate we turn it into something disgusting and we turn it into something vile. But if we would just meditate on God, take 15 minutes out of your day without music, nobody else around you, not while you're in the shower like I used to do, not um, on your way to work, you find time, 15 minutes of your day, and you just sit there. Don't pray, don't say anything, and wait for God to speak to you. And he will speak to you, even if it's just in a feeling, 
if it's in a word, if it's a verse that pops up in your head. And if he doesn't speak to you, at least you sat there for 15 minutes doing nothing and waiting on God. And what you're doing when you take this moment of Selah, when you're sitting there and you're waiting for God to show up, what you're doing in that moment is you're letting, know, you're letting God know that he's important. You're letting God know that you came just because of who he is, not because you're expecting anything, um, not because you need a word or no, because you appreciate God for who he is, not for what he can give you. You're showing up because you love him. You're showing up because you need him. You're showing up because you appreciate him and everything he's done in your life. You're showing up because you are his child and he is your father. And so you take that moment and you just sit there in appreciation and in awe for who God is. You're saying, I don't need to be active. I don't need to be doing anything. I, I, you're more important, God. You're more important than all of the things that I have to do. You're more important than all of these activities, all of these tasks, all of these burdens. You're more important, God. I'm sitting here and I'm in expectancy to just hear from you or to just appreciate you. And at first, it's going to be hard at first um, because I know that with me during the first uh, event where I took my moment of Salah, 15 minutes where I paused, I, I would be itching to check my phone. I would be itching to check that message that just came in um or more tasks would pop up into my head and oh my god you have to go check to see uh this or you have to get up and clean and and if that's happening to you i would just suggest that you take a paper and a pen with you during your moment of sella and you just write down all of the tasks you need to do and you do them after your 15 minutes because during this time, you're telling God that he's first and that he's more important. And journal afterwards. Write down what God told you or how you felt in that moment or the verse that popped up into your head. And just write it all down. Um, I think it's essential. I think it is so important to our spiritual lives that we really take a moment to pause. It is so very important for our lives. Um, you're going to see the difference in your life once you start taking a moment to sell out. And so I pray for everyone who is listening to this episode. I don't believe in chances. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that if you're sitting here it's because you needed to hear this. Um, I pray for everyone who's listening to this podcast episode. And God, I pray that you would make us feel restless. Not to do works and not to perform any activities, but that you would help us to feel restless enough to pause and just have a moment with you. And that we would make that a priority. 
God, you know who needs strength. You know who needs clarity. You know that who needs peace, God. And so I just ask that you remind everyone who's listening to this that they could only find all of that in you. And that they could only find satisfaction in you, God. They won't find it in completing tasks. They won't find it in completing works. They will only find it in you, Lord. Lord, remind them that your name is a safe tower and that we can just call on you and we would be safe. Strengthen your servants, Lord. Um, And I, I just leave them in your hands, God. Until next episode, guys. I love you all. God bless.